Absolute Radio Country is filled with the best sounds from Nashville 24 hours a day. But even we can't fit in everything. You'll find a full story right here. This is Country Music Talk, the podcast that takes you behind the scenes of the world of country music. We love bringing you the biggest names from the world of country music here on the podcast, so thank you for listening. Remember to subscribe if you haven't already, and that way you'll never miss an episode. And if you're in the UK, you can listen to Absolute Radio Country live and enjoy the no-repeat guarantee. It's our promise to never play the same song twice during your workday between 9 to 5, Monday to Friday. Right, on with the podcast. This is the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. Absolute Radio Country, I'm Baylin Leonard. Oh, we got a buddy joining us. Welcome back. Bailey Zimmerman, how are you? Dude, in London. Yeah, again. I know you're in London again. The last yes. time you were here, you're like, I can't wait to keep coming back, and here you are back here again. We are. Thank <laughs> the Lord, man. How's it feeling? Crazy. Right now, I feel like I didn't get enough sleep yet. Yeah. I haven't figured out the whole jet lag thing. Yeah, there's there's no figuring it out. Yeah. It just so, is what it is. You know, we're doing our best, though. You're doing hanging in best. there. It's yeah, fine. I'm having a good time. Uh, so the last time you were here, I don't. Th- your album definitely wasn't out. Nope. Uh, I don't even think you had a number one at that point. There was something climbing the charts. Now, here you are. You're back. You're, you're opening up for Morgan Wallen at his huge O2 show. We already know that you're coming back to do your own headline show yep. next year. Your album religiously is out. Number ones. You didn't really play around, did you? I still have no idea what I'm doing. <laughs> I have no idea what's going on. Uh, it's such a blessing, man. It's so crazy. Last time we were in here, it was like... I was like dreaming of it, you know, like, man, like, what would it feel like to have a number one? And like, what would it feel like to have an album? And will I get to make an album? And will I get to do this? And now that we're back, it's like, <sighs> we've just been doing so much, man. It's, it's freaking awesome. How do you even take that in or do you? Because you must just be doing it. Are you just doing it? Are you able to kind of sit back and think about it or appreciate it? Sometimes you just go through the motions, you know, of every day and just, yeah. like, do the thing. But there's, like, certain little points where you, like, look around and be like, yep, this is why we work so hard, you know? Like, we were at dinner the other night, and I looked around, and it was all my favorite people that have just worked so hard this year that have worked their ass off for me, for my family, for everybody that I take care of. And it's like, wow, man, this is just what a blessing, you know, I appreciate, every day I wake up and appreciate it, you know, I'm grateful every single day, but sometimes you get those moments where you look around and you get like chills, you know, yeah. and you're just like, wow, man, this is so crazy. Uh, so the last time that you were in, we were talking about how you got there and, and how the music thing started for you. And we were also talking about when you did your first kind of Big, big show, which is opening up for Luke Combs, I think. And you were saying how you didn't really know how to do it or what to do, but you had seen enough people do it that you went out there and you thought, well, I'm just going to do it like that. And I was thinking when I was watching you on stage in front of like, you know, almost 19,000 people the other night at Morgan Wallen, where you were really owning it. So have you found your feet or do you still feel like you're, you're kind of faking it till you make it? I feel like... I'll always be faking it till I make it. Like, <laughs> there's some things that I like know how to do better now, sure. and you know I've learned a lot, you know, and I took it all in and like learned from it. But I still have no idea what's going on, man. I, I have no <laughs> idea what's going on. I I'm just trying my best. But there's there'll be times like the other night, I'll be watching back through the Instagram stories. I love watching the Instagram stories that people tag me in from right. the show afterwards, just to see how I did, how did I sing, how did people like it, you know, just to see what's up. And yeah. I'll surprise myself 
because people would be videoing me and I'll do a move that I haven't done before. I'm like, oh, didn't know I did that. You know, so right, it's kind of sure, just yeah. like... Because you're just in the moment. Yeah, you're just like having so much fun and I'll take little bits and I'll be like, I'm going to do that every time. So then I'll, that's like a staple now. That's, that's what I'm doing at that point in the show. So it's kind of been like finding little pieces and then just like putting them in in certain places and then hopefully one day it like all, all comes, comes together. together. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I think th- I think that's a really good thing, you know, because I think there's a lot of people who um you know, whether it's in the entertainment industry or acting or singing or what or even radio, they they can't bear to, you know, look at themselves or I don't want to hear myself or I don't want to watch my my films or whatever the case may be. And I always think like, well, how do you get better? That must be a great freeing thing to be like, I'm so confident, I don't need to do any of that. But I actually think that's really quite healthy to to, to a certain degree, to look back and go, okay, that worked. I didn't know I did that. I'll do more of that. Maybe I'll do less of that. And that yeah. sounds like kind of what maybe you're doing. Maybe I won't do that again. <laughs> yeah. yeah, maybe that's not what I want to do. No, it's kind of just like, I've always been a perfectionist, man. I Everything I do, my dad always, he always drove me to like be the very, very best. If you're going to do something try your best to be the best at it and try your best to do the best work you can. So coming into the music thing, just like with the album and just like with touring and playing shows, is if I'm going to do it, I'm not half-assing it. That's what my dad always said. If you're going to half-ass it, go to the house. Don't be here. You don't need to be here if you're going to half-ass yeah. it. And that's kind of just like my thing is like, 110% all the time. So it's kind of like a football player. I got to go back and watch the tape so I can get better and make sure I don't do this again or don't do that again. Or sometimes there's something I'm doing that I don't know I'm doing. Yeah, of course. And it doesn't look good or it doesn't yeah. sound good. So I need to like switch it up. So that's one of my favorite things is to get done and just listen. Mm. I'll, I'll sit there and listen to like four or five in the morning, just listening back to the tapes and listening back to this. And I love watching it too, because that's a perspective that you never get to see. And also it keeps your feet out. on the ground a little bit, I think, because, you know, it's easy to think that you are amazing. And it's always good to, to go like, oh, actually. Yeah. Because <laughs> I, I know just with like what I do, there's sometimes where, you, you know, I do a show or I'll do an interview or something and be like, oh, yeah, that was fantastic. I got this. And then I'll listen back and be like, oh, that wasn't nearly as good as I thought it was. And there'll be times where I think like, oh, I wish I'd have done this or I'd have done that. And then you listen back and go, oh, actually, that worked out okay. So it's interesting the perception that, that we have of ourselves, I think, you know, versus what other people see. Yeah. Yeah, I'm always my own worst critic, man. I'm always, like, dogging and dogging and, like, no, get better, get better, try this, try that. But it's, like, what keeps me going every day. I, it's, like, who I am. I got to do better every day. After you came in last time, then I think it was when, when Religiously came out, your, your debut album, I was in Nashville right as it was coming out, and I landed at the airport, and I was walking through the airport, and, like, Every billboard was like, Bailey Zimmerman, religiously. (laughs) Like, I was waiting for my luggage, and it was like, religiously, Bailey Zimmerman. Like, everywhere I looked, it was Bailey Zimmerman and religiously. And I thought, that is so cool. And I was wondering, you know, did you come through the airport at that time when when they were everywhere, and what did that feel like? Yeah, I've seen a bunch of stuff. I saw it all over Nashville. Yeah. Um, Honestly, hearing it in Walmart was (laughs) crazy. That was insane i just walked in like dude (laughs) what the heck man this is so crazy and then the airport was like just walking through and just like i've walked through this place so many times and looked at all these billboards but now it's like everywhere i look is like my album cover and like single cover and my face and like i don't know what to think you know it's just like 
Freaking yeah, it's crazy. Awesome. I mean, for people who haven't been to Nashville Airport, you land and like over the the tenor, you'll hear like, "Hey, this is Trisha Yearwood. Welcome to Nashville Airport." And like, yeah. "Hey, this is Garth Brooks." And be sure to you know all the. It's just like everywhere, people singing and the honky, li- literally like singing live music in the airport. Bailey Zimmerman's face, absolutely everywhere. It's like it's kind of like if if you've been to Vegas, you land in Vegas and there's like a casino in the airport, and you're like, "Well, that's what this town is about." And it's yep. the same with Nashville. You land and you're like, "This is what this town is about." And so to be a part of that, um, for you, it must have just been super thrilling. You're just going into Subway to get yourself a six inch, yeah. and suddenly you're singing, you know, over the speakers. That must I be the stuff that blows you. And you're just like jamming. You're like, yeah, the steak and cheese on. Me, <laughs> you know. Yeah. No, it's crazy because <clears throat> first, my friends and all my family, it wasn't like you broke records with this and this and you did this and you've done this. It was, bro, I heard you in the Walmart. Mm, mm -hmm. Bro, you're in Walmart. And I'm like, yeah. And they're like, dude, you made it. And I'm like, I know. Pretty cool, right? (laughs) You know, it's like, none of everything else, it's always... Dude, I heard you in Subway. Yeah. That's crazy. It's a whole different metric, but it's such a like real life, everyday life yeah. type of metric that actually counts. You yeah. know, it might not count to the industry or, you know, it might not count in terms of like charts and all that sort of stuff. But, you know, having your friends hear you in Subway. That's how like, that's a thing. That's how my hometown, I feel like, like kind of caught on to just like how awesome, like just like what I was doing and mm. like traveling with Morgan and doing this and doing that. It was like heard it in Walmart. You hear that? Here, Bailey's. He's in Walmart now. <laughs> I feel like I feel like you should write a song called "Heard It in Walmart." Yeah, I heard it in Walmart first. I mean, you know, Sam Hunt probably locked down the Walmart songs yeah. by this point, but still, I think there's room for more. Yeah. <laughs> but another thing is um, feeling a part of something, you know, because you come to Nashville and. Um, I don't know if we talked about this last time, but when I came to Nashville, I was really nervous about people not welcoming me in mm. and, you know, kind of just being like, uh, like, who are you? Get out of here. Like, what are yeah. you doing? Like, you haven't TikTok, earned it. Yeah, you, you, you haven't done What are you dues, doing, yeah. you know? And to hear myself in the Walmarts around Nashville, to see myself in the airports, to go into Red Door and hear my songs playing, to go in wherever it is in Nashville is like... Man, I I just feel like I'm a part of something. I'm a part of this like new generation of Nashville and I'm a part of this new stuff going on. It just feels so good to just be a part of something, you know? Yeah, well, a community and a tribe and yeah. like finding your way and and that feels good for anybody, mm-hmm. right? In yeah. any sort of to kind it's of kind find of like their being people. in high school, you know, and yeah. being a part of the cool kids. It like feels <laughs> good, you know. Yeah. It's like dang, man, I worked my ass off and now I get to sit at the cool kids' table. Let's freaking go. This is badass. Yeah. Um, I was over for the CMA Awards. That was a fun, old, crazy weekend. I mean, yeah. that, and, and it's always great to see, because, um, you know, there's kind of like levels at something like that. You know, there's like the iconic people, the legendary people that have been doing it forever. And then there's kind of that middle tier. And then there's the hot new things that everybody's super excited about. But But what's great about it is that you get to see how those shift every year. So like, you know, Lainey Wilson's a great example. Like she went from being like the hot new thing to now being like the thing that everybody's talking about. So when you're at events like that, do you feel like you're a part of it then as well? Because it's such a huge thing and you know, it's made for television and everybody's wearing their finest and all Mm -hmm. that. Do you like going to stuff like that? Yeah, I dig it if I'm welcomed. I never want to be somewhere I'm not welcomed, you know? So like the ACMs, I really, really support them because this year they, they really made me feel welcome. Right. They brought me in and 
they you wanted me to do this and they wanted me to do that and they wanted me to be a part of it and that's yeah. being a part of something being welcomed in to be a part of something you know i never want to be somewhere i'm not welcome so yeah. it's like i really really am thankful for the people in the industry that have welcomed me right 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 yeah. um so religiously and even the the stuff that we were talking about before you released religiously, there's a lot of heartbreak on there. You said last oh, yeah. time it was about pretty much about one girl. You hadn't told her it was about her, but that she must have figured it out by now. Working on new stuff and going forward, do you feel like there's a whole other side to your life now that you really want to concentrate on? When I ended with like when I ended the religiously album, when I got it done, mm. it ended up going from about one person to about multiple feelings through multiple things I've been through. Right. So at first I thought I was writing about one girl, but then I realized that I was writing about multiple feelings from multiple different relationships that I've been in, and I'm just kind of taking everything that I've been through and putting it into song and lyric, you know. Yeah. And I think I'm going to continue that with this next record. It's it's not just going to be about heartbreak, but it's going to be about life and how mm. life can get tough and yeah. how it's okay that life's tough. That's what it's supposed to be, you know. It's not going to be easy every single day, you know. But with this next album, I don't really want to just all be about relationships. I want it to be okay. about life and going through life because in life you'll have bad relationships you're gonna have good relationships mm. you're gonna have people that leave you're gonna have people that don't leave mm. you're gonna have people that you're gonna you have people that you would wish leave. would leave exactly and won't leave people you don't think will leave and then they leave and then people you think will leave and then they just stick around and you kind of want them to leave yeah you know? so just a lot of um a lot of different emotions that i've this last year has really been a crazy year you know and i've um experienced a lot of stuff a lot of sadness a lot of happiness a lot of crazy things i never thought i'd go through and so this next album is really going to be just from the heart man and i really want to help people that's kind of my mission if it touches one person man that's all I'm about i just want to help people i want people to know that they're not alone that they're not not only them feel like this mm. i feel like this a lot like yeah. I want them to know that too. And yeah, that it's universal stuff, isn't it? And and, yeah. and well, it goes back to kind of what you were saying earlier about feeling like you're a part of something. Yeah, you know, people want to feel like they're a part of something, and when they listen to music that they connect with, they feel like they're a part of something. And that's a wonderful thing. I don't know if it's going to be the name of the record yet, but <clears throat> I got this, and it might not even make the record. I have no idea. But I got this song that I've been writing. It's called No Name, because when you're growing up, it can feel like, well, if I don't do this, then I'm just not worth nothing. Right. If I don't do that, then I'm not worth nothing. And what do you mean, like kind of fitting in or like achieving yeah, goals? Yeah, fitting in, achieving goals, right. doing, making your parents happy with your job, whatever sure. it may be in life. Yeah. You're not a nobody, man. Like, you are not a nobody. There is a reason that you're in this world. You may not know it yet, but there's a reason you're in this world. And like, I just want people to like really understand that. Like, I know what it feels like to feel like a nobody. And now I look back and I'm like, I wasn't a nobody. Mm. I was the star of somebody. Yeah. I was the star of somebody that I was going to be. And that's what you are too right now. Just maybe you haven't figured it out. And maybe you never will. My favorite story is the um, Colonel Sanders. Kentucky Fried Chicken. Yeah, Kentucky Fried Chicken. Colonel Sanders. No, don't quote me on this story. I heard it from an old man, but I trust <laughs> the old man I heard it from. Okay. He said Colonel Sanders was homeless his whole life and he didn't make chicken. He's just homeless. Like poor, homeless. And he was like 70-something years old and made this chicken, launched the chicken, started doing it, died, and then KFC became KFC. And he didn't even get to see any of it. But he left such a massive impact on the world with his chicken, but he'll never know it. 
And that's what I'm trying to tell people is that just because you're not doing something right now and somebody else is does not mean you're less than them. That doesn't mean you're a nobody. That means you're just on your own path, brother. You're on your own way to your own success that you're going to do, and you need to trust in God's process with you. Everybody has their own plan. Mm. God has a plan for every single person, and you just have to trust in that plan. So if Joe Blow just got this big old deal and everybody's so proud of him, don't feel like just because you didn't do something right now, means that yeah you're running your own race exactly it's it's your go make some fried chicken exactly just before i let you go are you and morgan good buddies now yeah you feel like you're good buddies i would say so yeah um i saw that you guys were at the airport at the same time yeah how does it feel being kind of not taken under the wing because you got your own thing going on here but i mean you've had some big supporters you know since the beginning um and now you're kind of in a position where you you can do that you know there 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 are artists that are new and just starting out and trying to get a foot in the door and yeah. are, are you kind of looking out for those guys or are you or do you even have time to do that at the moment yeah no i've um i've actually signed two writers to my publishing company um in a joint venture with uh warner chapel publishing right um i'll just i found this kid named brandon wisham in this honky-tonk bar i played and I think it was North Carolina. I don't quote me on that. It's somewhere around there. And let's say the Carolinas. The Carolinas, somewhere in there. And I was playing this thing and this guy came up, he goes, Hey, are you gonna cut my song? And I'm like, What are you talking about? And he's like, This song. And he played it for me. And I'm like, Oh dude, I remember that song. I love that song. And he's like, Yeah, well, me and my buddy Brandon wrote it. Could I call Brandon over here to just talk to you? And I'm like, Yeah, call him. Tell him to come over. So I FaceTime Brandon. I'm like, yeah, come to the venue, man. Come hang out with me. And he was like, all right, man. I'll be there. So he comes over, and all night we're just kicking it. And we were sitting on my bus because I was just, like, cutting it up with him and listening to his songs and was just blown away, man. Like, this kid can write a song, and his voice is just unbelievable. Like, I I haven't believed in something like that ever. I was like, man, I've, I've never believed in something like this. So I was like, go get your guitar. And he got his guitar and he brought it on the bus and he did exactly what I thought he'd do. He crushed it. He sang all of his songs and played guitar and we did this and we did that. And it was just like, this is God. I feel like this is God telling me I need to help this guy in some way. Mm-hmm. And it ended up being I moved him to Nashville, signed him under my publishing. Um, and now we manage him as well. So, so that's great because I mean, yeah. it, it, it's it's literally you know people talk about country music and Nashville being community and being quite small mm-hmm. and all that, but it literally is. We see it every yeah. day, and certainly when stuff like that happens, oh, yeah. you know, it's great to kind of share the wealth. But yes, I do love to take everybody under my wing because I'm so. If I wouldn't have had Morgan and Hardy and Parker McCullum and mm-hmm. Ernest and man, there's so many out there to name. I mean, there's so many people that have just in one way or another helped me out whether it was just a little inspo from a comment they made about yeah. how good I'm doing or uh like Morgan taking me on tour or yeah. drinking beer with Hardy whatever it may be there's been <laughs> a lot of people that have supported me from day 1 when they didn't have to you know and it's just such a big blessing man because everybody you know it's like I can do it myself I can do it myself it takes a village to raise a child. Yeah. It takes a village. And that is, I'm so proud of my village, man. My village is freaking badass, and they really believe in me. Like, Morgan was, we were just at the bar the other night, just having a few drinks, and he just kept telling me, just like, man, 
I'm so proud of you, Bub, and I'm I'm I love you so much, and I I believe in you Does so much. Does he call much, you Bub? I, yeah, Bub. Is that your nickname? Bub? Yeah, it's like a it's a it's like a country thing. You I'm know, exclusively we'll, calling you Bub from now. Yeah, on. like Bubby or Bub. Oh yeah, or oh, it's a general or, thing yeah, as opposed to like a specific. Yeah, um, because you know what brother. you know what I'm trying to make happen for you, and it, uh, it's not catching on yet, but I'm convinced it will. All right, Bazy. Bazy. Yeah. You're not feeling it. Um. I don't know if that'll stick, man. I know. I've got I know. Like, Nobody's I've got, picking up on I've it. Producer Adam wasn't on board either. I've got BZ. I've got Zim. Yeah. I've got... Um, you know how what we call Z here in the UK? Zed. Zed. So, Zed. I mean, you could be BZ. 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 Oh, yeah. I got some friends in Toronto that always like BZ, BZ. And in Australia, too. They, they, they're like BZ, BZ. BZ, okay. And if you're a fan, you could be a BZ head. BZ head. Whoa. There we go. That's like my global fan thing. <laughs> yeah, like that's, your fan, that's your fan yeah. thing. Um, all right. You're coming back. You're headlining your own tour. Um, just before I let you go, what can people expect? What What are we looking forward to when you're back? Well, I mean, just like they saw this time. If you saw it this more time. More of the I mean, same. Hey, more of the same. I mean, um, a lot more smoke. Okay. You know, a lot more fire. Yeah. A lot Pyrotechnics. cooler stuff. Yeah. Great. Man, we've put a lot of work into it this year. The show, like we talked about, has progressed yes. slowly and now I've got my own stage I've got my own lighting I've got my own this I've got all this you know I've got all the stuff now to where I can really hone in and make a a show yeah like something to watch so we're man. gonna get a show you're gonna get a right. real show it's not just gonna be some kid up there singing song it's gonna be a show of the century bring it on okay for <laughs> all the uh for all the bay Z heads out there yes <laughs> you're gonna see a show uh always good to see you congratulations on Thanks everything and we will see you come see us again when you're back i will all right have a good one all right the Country Music Talk podcast from Absolute Radio Country. An in-depth look behind the scenes at the world of country music. Thanks for listening to the podcast. We'll have another dropping soon for y'all, so don't forget to keep it country. If you enjoy the Country Music Talk podcast, chances are you'll also enjoy Absolute Radio Country. It's the place where real music matters, and we love country music just as much as you do. You'll find us online on the free Absolute Radio app on digital radio throughout the UK, or just ask your smart speaker to play Absolute Radio Country. 